Hey, what's up, guys? I had this old recording that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I've been going through this process of just having these random, well, not so random for me, but more spontaneous for the people who I interview about cryptocurrency. And um, I love having these dialogues and conversations with folks who are either on the fence about cryptocurrency, don't know much about cryptocurrency, have questions. And so you're able to get some real authentic dialogue. And so this was a almost an hour rap session that I had with them. So I'm going to release this as a part one and a part two. So this is part one. I also had one of my boys with me um, at, at the time. Um, also, um, I guess you could say my crypto father because he's the one that introduced me to cryptocurrency and has been very instrumental in, in getting me to do the show and so forth and do some other things. So uh, he he just happened to be along. So Justin uh, Smith was with me on this run. And um, it was an old, you know, like I said, it was an old show, well, an old interview. And I just figured, you know, it was a good time to maybe just release it. So stay tuned, check it out. I'll do a quick uh, unpacking after the after I cut the the audio, then we'll take it from there. Holla! All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. Uh, this is your boy Carlton CO Two Owens. Before we dive into today's show, let's first pay a couple of bills. Let's first give it up to uh, CoinSeed. CoinSeed is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency all while using your pocket chain. Skip the wahala of trying to figure out actually how to do online, offline wallets. You can just link your debit or credit card to the app. And with pocket change, you can actually invest in cryptocurrency. So make sure you go over to the show notes and grab the link. And you'll be on your way to building your cryptocurrency empire. We also like to give it up to Encrypted Apparel. If you want to stay fly, be fly, and cryptocurrency conscious, all you have to do is just go to their website and grab some fly merchandise that's Bitcoin inspired. It has all different types of saying and slogans, um, sayings and slogans, I'm sorry, that will help you to be able to get more tied into cryptocurrency. Uh, they also have a very cool Instagram page called Encrypted Wear. Uh, you can go there and check out some of their new releases. Also, we have to do a round of applause. A round of applause for our new sponsor, uh, which is called Squarespace. If you don't know about Squarespace, it's a place you can go to get some pretty cool domain names, uh, registrations, website templates. So if you're thinking about starting a business or starting a project, Squarespace is going to be a place for you. Go to squarespace.com forward slash listen. Put in the coupon code listen and you'll get 10% off on your first or next purchase. Uh, last but not least is you guys, the ones that are listening to my voice. Now 40,000 people strong. You now can support the show by donating a dollar or 50 cent, whatever it may be, to be able to help us to continue to come out with pretty cool content. Um, if you're not listening to me via the Anchor app, you can just click the last link in the show notes and I'll direct you to a place where you can sign up. All right, cool. Now, let me just paint the scene for you guys. I just had one of the most amazing, when I say amazing, amazing dinners. I mean, literally, I thought it was like Thanksgiving. 
I had uh, scrambled eggs, I had scalloped potatoes, chicken, all different types of stuff that was on the menu. And uh, so I just finished um, dinner with just a group of friends. And just wanted to do a show because whenever you, you get an opportunity to meet people from different places from all across the world, you just want to kind of pick their brains about, you know, how they see cryptocurrency and just maybe answer some questions. So I want to just um, introduce them to you guys. So say hi to everybody, guys. Hello. Hi. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so let's just go around the table. Just introduce yourself a little bit, you know, where you're from and, and you know, so on. All right, um, my name is Lee. Um, I'm from Ghana. Um, I live in a town called Achimoto in Accra. Oh, great. Um, my name is Ayona, and I live in Islegon in Ghana as well. Oh, very well. My name is Mamiya, and I live in Achimoto as well, and in Ghana. Very, very well. So these, these very dynamic people um, are the ones that I've had uh, dinner with. I also have a, another friend and partner um, and you guys have heard his voice so much on the show. Uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. So go ahead and you know let the people know you know who you are. I am the one and only. The the I don't even know how I can really explain who I am when I get on with the man I'm with because all I am is just a small piece of this Carlton, C-O-2-O, and so, you know, we're talking about who I am. I am nothing compared <laughs> to C-O-2-O, so if you want to know who I am, you must first know the man, C-O-2. <laughs> so, he said all of that, but it's actually, a, you guys know this voice very well, Justin Smith, uh, dynamic tech entrepreneur, and... Uh, Someone that's been very inspirational to even getting me to do podcasting and getting into cryptocurrency. So, you know, we're here. We just had an amazing dinner. We had a chance to talk about some other things that are going on in the world. But I'm always very uh, curious and very um, open to just having dialogue with people that are not necessarily into cryptocurrency as like a profession or maybe you don't trade cryptocurrency. But I just want to get your thoughts about what you thoughts and questions about maybe cryptocurrency that will help other people who may have the same type of questions so we can kind of get down to you know helping everyone understand exactly what's going on because if you don't know cryptocurrency is the future and it's happening now and so the faster that we all can adopt this new system this financial system this way of doing business the way technology is being developed under cryptocurrency blockchain the faster we can be able to really start seeing some amazing things happen in the world. So, Nee, you know, tell me some things you know that you have any questions. Are you, uh, um, have you invested in cryptocurrency before? Have you done anything? No, no, um, no, I haven't. Um, I heard about cryptocurrency through Bitcoin. Okay. And basically, what I know about it is that it's got it's got the features of um, ordinary currency, just that it's digital and it's um, boundaryless. Yeah, yeah. Now, did now, when you heard about Bitcoin, was it something that you immediately understood, or is it something that you felt like is this a is a scam? Is it something that sounds crazy? Or what were your initial thoughts when you heard about it? Um, it's had different phases. Um, initially, um, when I heard about it, I thought 
all realised was basically some sort of currency that um, it's going to go parallel or maybe even surpass normal currency as we know it. Um, however, there's been certain um, issues, especially from these parts of the world where there have been um, uh, I don't want to say like fraudulent events, but yeah. basically not um, straightforward dealings. Not straightforward deals, yeah. You know, yeah. When it comes to, um, yes. Cryptocurrency. Yes, yes. And what about you, ladies? Have you heard about you know cryptocurrency? What's what's been your you know experience with it? So I've far? heard about Bitcoin, and what I thought it was was some internet currency that you could invest in. And somehow it gains um, value over normal currency. So if you buy it and you left it for a while, it would be worth more when you wanted to change it back to normal currency. Okay. And that's what I thought it was. Yeah. With yeah. you? I don't know too much about cryptocurrency, but I have heard of Bitcoin. And I think the only time I really looked at it a little bit more was when um, there were two brothers that were interviewed and they were supposed to be the first billionaires from Bitcoin. And I think I saw that on TV and I Googled it to try and understand it, but I don't really, I don't think I really grasped the Bitcoin, like the idea behind it. However, I was quite surprised to see the value, like how much money, because even like looking at it now, one Bitcoin equals 21,000 and something Ghana cities. That's mm-hmm. I don't I don't know all of this. Yeah. I didn't know the value was so high. Oh yes, it, it actually was higher than that. At one point, it was closer to 150,000 Ghana cities for one coin. Oh. At one point in time, yeah. Um, you know, I was just like you guys, where if someone asked me about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, I had kind of a general understanding of it. But it wasn't until, it's funny enough that he's here, but it wasn't until um, this young man to my left, Justin Smith, stopped me and said, look, do you know about cryptocurrency? Do you know about Bitcoin? And he asked me the question in such a way where it kind of, it jolted me in a way to say, man, this guy's serious. What is he? Because his, the, the look in his eyes was so intense that I was like, hey, if I don't know much about it, I need to find out very quickly. <laughs> and so I think, um, Justin, I really want you to come in here because how he's able to explain it and how he was able to explain it to me is what kind of opened me up to really looking at cryptocurrency. Um, and it, it's not just Bitcoin. Bitcoin gets a lot of the attention, yeah. right? But so many other currencies and how it all plays into what's happening now and what's eventually going to happen in the future. So, I mean, if you can't just chime in and just, you know, talk about it a little bit. Well, Bitcoin, I try to explain, is, is gold. Right? So if you think of gold, if I have a nugget of gold, no matter where I go with this nugget of gold, somebody's going to pay it. Right? And it, it has value no matter where I go and no matter where I go. It almost has the same value. I can buy the same kind of shoes, the same kind of, for that gold, and literally it doesn't matter where I go in the world. Purity of the gold, weight of the gold, you understand my point? 
if somebody can value it. If I go over with a CD, I can't go into a store in America with a CD and it had much value at all, really, right? Really, it's a piece of paper. No different when I pull out an American dollar to you. For the most part, it's just a piece of paper. You understand my point? Yeah. But a Bitcoin, piece of gold, right, has a value everywhere. Now, what makes my dollar more or less than your dollar? Most people never think about that, like, you know, and why at one point I can get 5.5 of your dollars for one of mine and another point in time I get three, and, right? And most people don't give that a whole lot of thought as to why that happened. But at the end of the day, if I have a piece of gold, I'm gonna keep going back to that piece of gold, right? No matter where I go, every day, <laughs> that piece of gold has the same, essentially, value of what I can do with it. Does that kind of make sense to you? And over time, it might become worth a little more, but the amount of time it goes by as it's worth more doesn't change by that much. Kind of make sense? In other words, the same amount of gold 100 years ago in my hand could probably buy the same thing today with that same amount of gold. Does that make sense to you? Like literally, 100 years ago, you probably have the same amount of gold. So, and, and the concept is, when you deal with fiat currency that's backed by nothing, it really has no value. And that's what you have in a CD. That's what you really have in the US dollar. And the US dollar has become so fiat today that, I mean, its implosion is like any time and when that happens, it's gonna be a huge problem. Like a huge problem because, and this is why I try to tell people to understand, it's like Gaddafi. And I know I'm, I'm a tangent for the sake, but I'll come back to Bitcoins. I really want you to understand why it's gold, right? And it's gold because it was the first. Just like gold was kind of the first thing that they gave true value to before you stopped doing sand and wheat and you know what I mean? And had to weigh it on the scale and mm -hmm. you know, his measuring, you know, right? So gold was really the first, but carrying around it, that's how you end up with the paper because you know, it's just too heavy to be able to carry it around. So now you have something that was digitized, right? Now I want you to think about this. How many Ghana CD do you have right now? How many Ghana CD do you have? In terms of my, on you, my at the moment. On me, yeah. maybe three hundred. But how much do you? How much you worth? How much am I worth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I'm, I'm being real about this. I don't think she knows how much she's worth. I'll, I'll give you a better question. Of... So, how many Ghana CD do you own? Do you have? Just say a lot. If you had to go get an apartment yeah. today, how would you get that? How would you? And I'm the landlord, and you have to pay yeah. me what? If it's a thousand dollars a month, you have to pay me twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How are you gonna give me that twelve thousand? Oh, how? I have it. Yes. Yeah. How? I have that cash. Right. So you In have. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So you don't have it. It's not at home right now. No, it's not. It's in the bank. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're relying to have to go to the bank and hoping yeah. that it's there when you get there. So provided you don't have 100 people in line trying to get that same 12,000, you're hoping that when you get there, that 12,000 is there, right? Yeah. So what happens if you get there and it's not? Then what are you going to do? You still have that 12,000 in that bank? Yeah, the government's going to provide it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I'm being real about that, right? And that's how our banking systems work. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not being funny. That's how our banking systems yeah, work. Is they lend happening. out way more money than they have to give. So if you ever really went back to get your money, which is why they play 
and why your currency changes. And there's a couple of things behind that that play with it too, but that's ultimately why it does what it does. So when you have something like Bitcoin, is you have a system where you can't have one bank or how it exists today, you know, kind of like the Fed, <laughs> you know, this, the American people that just keep printing money when they feel like they have to buy some more stuff because they can't manufacture enough stuff. Uh, you end up with so much fiat currency that it has no value and it's overbought. So now what happens is everybody who recognizes that it's overbought goes and gets their money. And once they realize that it's not there, what happens? Okay. Everybody stops paying their bills, everything. It's the crash. Basically what happens is the crash. Dollar crashes, all that stuff happens. But now you had your money in your bank. Say that was really an American bank. That you thought you had your twelve thousand dollar CD. The government's supposed to back them and say, oh, sorry, what are we gonna do? You ain't got it. You gotta get it road. In America they said the banks were too big to fail, so they funded some of them out of it, right? Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of people who lost their money, lost their investments, lost all that kind of stuff. And with Bitcoin what happens is there's no one person that can do that. There's no one bank. So there's not one bank that can fail that makes everything else top, if that makes sense. What's there is there, and you know it's there because you have a network that guarantees that it's there. Got me? So what happens now in this system, which is why it's, it's a blockchain, so think about it, you know, all of us, we hold hands, we create a chain, and we all like, hold blocks and have decision-making power of, you know, of, of a contract of sorts, right? So that's your $12,000, that phone right there. He has to check and say, is that really her $12,000? Yep, I see, she got it from such and such this day. Okay, you got to check it. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, you check it. Okay, yep, it's right. Okay, I have to check. Yep, it, it's right. Yep, it's right. Okay, I check. Okay, you got to check. Yep, it's right. Check. And he has to do that so many times over a period of time. And as long as that happens and everything checks out, now I know that it's right. So it's not one person that can come in there and mess that up because of the check and balance system, right? So that's what makes the whole concept and it's decentralized, so that contract was on your computer, that contract was on my computer, so if he goes down, oh well, we gotta find another person. And we all gotta go back again, and we gotta validate it and make sure it's right. So there's this check and balance system where this decentralization creates a stabilization of a goal that now can be traded from me to you, you to China, you to anybody in the world, and you don't ever have to worry about it not being there when I go get it. The rest of the world today, you know, for the most part, is dealing with a credit card. That's why I asked you about the money. Because most people today, when I say credit card, it's debit card, or even if it's on your phone, you're doing back and forth. But the point I'm making is, no one's walking around with 12,000, walking around with a bunch of cash. Even cash, they aren't walking You know, used to be gold, you couldn't, but now you ain't walking around with cash anymore. It's all on the car. So you're already conditioned for electronic money. You don't even know it. This is the problem. Most people, because they've already been, they're already in the banking system. And they're afraid to go from the banks, especially when the banks isn't told you, oh, it's bad, it's this. It's not federally regulated. Well, even when it's federally regulated, they blow it up and you lose your money. And somebody's going to decide if you're going to be a bank that's not too big to fail, if you're going to be too big, you know, because that's what it's going to be, right? You, okay, Zimbabwe, what happened with their money? I'm just asking, I mean. So can I just say one thing? Sure. You said initially Bitcoin was worth 100,000 CDs. So what happened? How come it's dropped from being worth so much to now being 21 yeah mm-hmm. okay great question 
So it'd be the same as, so I want you to think about it from this perspective. Everybody started to see, so everyone wants to treat Bitcoin as if it really is a stock and something to invest in. And I continue, and I always say this to people, even though he, even he'll call to me use the word invest a lot. Bitcoin is gold. <laughs> you have to think about it as gold. If you own gold, you can always do something with it. It's only going to appreciate a certain value. So no matter how much somebody tries to put into it, it's going to level back off. Just like gold did. Gold spiked for a minute and it came right back to where it's supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, those who understand these things, those who understand these things, there's still only a certain few of them who actually do it. I think when we were talking about passports earlier today, yeah. we were saying how many people really have passports? Yeah. It's the law of, I mean, everybody can have something, but yet it's only a few of them that are still going to recognize the intrinsic value of what they have. Mm -hmm. So even when it comes to investing or having gold, it's only so many people going to say, because other people say, ah, I just go to the bank, ah, I just do this. they don't see the intrinsic value. So at some point, people want to make some money. So you get a bunch of people trying to throw their money into it, but it'll correct itself. And that's all these things do, which are markets in general, but there's only thing, real things Real, true GDP, real things always follow a, a, a very specific trend that goes directly with inflation. It's just the way it works. So it got so basically it got hot. You know, everybody started to to identify that man. Bitcoin is it. This is where I need to put my money. And people just just kept dumping more and more money into it. When it was such a high demand for the coins, then because so Bitcoin is only a certain so amount. So real yes. solvency, remember I told you how many checks and balances has to happen with a Bitcoin? Yeah. So it can only handle so many of those transactions and it's made that way on purpose because they don't want the ability of somebody to be able to manipulate like they do with stocks. Throw a bunch of money in there, right? well, it's a great stock and as soon as you start throwing, they take the money, take the money out. That's the whole game of the stock market, right? You buy on the news, sell, or buy on the rumor, sell on the news, right? So when everybody else is buying, that's what you should be selling on the stock. It's the real truth, right? And so that's what happens with Bitcoin. Everybody hears about it. Well, you heard about it. It's too late. It's the way it works. So and when you're treating it like an investment, but I'm going to continue to say, because you can make some money in it, but your real big money is in altcoins. And that's what Carlton was talking more about, is the altcoin is really where you can make more money. But I, I, really, like, I really need you to understand that Bitcoin is gold. And by investing in it now, Okay, if you think about any resource in this world, there's still only a finite amount of it. So even with Bitcoin, they created still only a finite amount of it, right? Now, you always be able to get some, but if you think about it, even with gold, which was the standard of money, right, at some point, mm. there still was only so much that people could pack in a bank or say that they had. So they still, at any point, still could only value so much money, truthfully, right? Yeah. So as soon as they make more money, well, you're really not playing by the rules. But... If they actually kept that point, then you have to think about when they've only printed so much money, now what happens? Get printed more money, so now really what happens? Well, in the Bitcoin world, obviously the value of one piece of money. But there's only so much of it. So much of it. What eventually has to happen is I have to take that money and I have to start splitting that money. So now, because having one costs a lot. Right? And it used to be a time where one of these might buy a house. But now because this costs so much, I'm gonna take this one and I can actually pick it off in slivers. And now so where you have a dollar, for us we have a penny or a 25 cent piece, 50 cent piece, right? 
And that's what happens in Bitcoin today, right? You don't have to go buy, so in stock work, you used to have to buy a share. In Bitcoin's right now, you can buy portions of Bitcoins. Think of Bitcoin as a gold. The standard is an ounce, but you can buy pieces of an ounce. Bitcoin will be one, so right now Bitcoin is worth 3,800. And you know, in the in the CD, that's what 21,000, whatever that'd be, about 20 plus thousand. At some point, when all the coins are bought up, they keep, that's why they keep estimating the value of one Bitcoin being over a million dollars, whatever it is, because it's, it's as valuable as the markets that it works in. And because it's a decentralized coin that can be used across every platform around the world, around the world. E-commerce, once again, let's keep saying, we, we're already used to using a card, phone, transfer, we're already used to that. But what I know in this contract, when I do... Alright guys, so I'm going to cut it right there. Um, so check out part two. I know I, I kind of cut it in midstream, so I'll back it up maybe a minute. Um, so we can flow right into part two, but man, so much, it's, you know, it's just cool just listening to people's perspective. Um, also just the, the breakdown as to trying to understand and trying to explain what cryptocurrency is and why it's so powerful and why blockchain cryptocurrency is literally going to change the face of the earth, uh, with this technology. So hopefully you enjoyed part one, check out part two, which should be coming up next.